0: Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where each week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week we'll be speaking with Robin and Ari of Adult Mutual Aid. Adult site Broker is proud to announce the launch of our new website at adultsitebroker.com. We've added some enhancements to the site, such as FAQs and a complete new platform. The look and feel of the new site are nice and up to date. The new site also has links to our Marketplace and Affiliate Program. Plus, don't forget ASB Marketplace, the first platform where you can buy and sell adult sites and domains for free. ASB Marketplace allows buyers and sellers the chance to come together on properties that are valued below our company's minimum of $50,000. Don't pay for other marketplaces when ASB Marketplace gives you this service for free. Visit ASBMarketplace.com and sign up as a seller or a buyer today. And of course, there's ASB Cash. The first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage where you can earn as much as 20% of our broker commission referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check out ASBCash.com for more details and to sign up. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We're proud to offer for sale a portfolio of eight Amazon FBA adult beauty stores. These brands have enjoyed steady growth over their eight years in business with many products commanding a dominant market share in their vertical with combined revenues of $3.4 million in 2021 and an impressive 15,000 plus customer reviews. Setting itself apart with its distinctive product style and branding, the business's winning product formula and launch strategy has been multiplied across different customer types to greatly increase market share and expand the business over time. The brands now number over 80 listings, including bundles, and they include lightening creams, lubricants, sexual aids, and other personal care items for adult intimacy. The products, which have formulas exclusive to the owner, have proven hugely profitable over time, with the business enjoying massive gross margins of almost 40% with absolutely no advertising spend outside of Amazon. Included are standard operating procedures for all activities related to Amazon selling, meaning the buyer is getting the intellectual property rights they would not be able to find elsewhere. The business has massive growth opportunities, especially by marketing outside of Amazon in the e-commerce and and brick-and-mortar spaces, as the current owners have not done much to promote the websites and have not sought a retail distributor. The business can be run from anywhere, and it can be run by outsourced firms at a very low operating cost. The business also enjoys strong diversification of revenues across its major product lines, brands, and keywords, giving it stable growth over time. The business is run in a highly effective, hands-off way, with day-to-day operations managed by a team of outsourced personnel, with the owner working only about 30 hours per week. The reason for the sale is that the owners have been in the category for a long time and now wish to divest the themselves to turn attention to newer verticals they've already moved into. This incredible company is now only $5 million. Now, time for this week's interview. My guests today on Adult Site Broker Talk, and yes, I said guests, are uh, Ari Saunders and Robin LeFay, the founders of Adult Mutual Aid. Ladies, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk.
1: Thank you for having us. It's it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you, Robin. Now, um, we'll uh, uh, introduce the two of you. Ari is an adult industry advocate, web designer, and performer. Starting in 2015, Ari has used her experience in the adult industry to pilot many websites dedicated to assisting performers in the online adult industry. She earned a nomination for Most Helpful Model in 2021, but also has nominations for Best Clip Artist and Dom of the Year. In recent years, she's devoted most of her time to helping new performers, learn about the industry as well as teaching seasoned performers how to build their brand and online presence. Robin is a sex worker and advocate who's been active in the adult industry since all the way back in 2017. It doesn't sound long to a guy who just turned 64, let me tell you. Uh, her advocacy has gotten her a nomination for sex worker advocate at the Why Not Cam Awards. She also runs an active fan club and puts on live shows on Strip Chat and Cherry TV. Robin's activism is a major motivating factor for her career and she hopes to scale her advocacy to bring greater assistance to sex workers. Now I'll tell people about the organization. Adult Mutual Aid is an open forum for requesting and supplying mutual aid for sex workers in a streamlined way to put them in contact with each other to supply or request aid without the concern of vetting applications personally. With the forum, financially or socially privileged sex workers can look for mutual aid requests that they feel align with their morals and values and donate to the sex worker directly through their preferred payment methods. You can visit them at adultmutualaid.com. And uh, ladies, I'm sorry, that's all the time we have for today.
1: (laughs) I know that was a mouthful (laughs) and that's coming from a porn star. I'm serious about my mouthfuls.
0: Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. I like it. Okay. So ah, what inspired the two of you to start Adult Mutual Aid?
1: I think Robin has to answer this one because uh, we were at an event together and a situation happened that spoke very, very intimately to both of us, like in our souls that upset us with Mm -hmm. price shaming and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. it's what got both of us thinking about it. So, Robin, what inspired us?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I remember specifically, I just... uh didn't really like a lot of the price shaming that was going on in the industry and I didn't I don't want to like specifically say any like names or anything like that but mm-hmm. um it was just kind of eye opening to see that like a lot of like industry workers especially like upper industry workers are kind of just like disconnected from what like the majority sex worker experience is, which isn't, you know, opulence. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes like it's literally just about like paying your bills or like trying to make the next car payment or something like that. So it just, the disconnect was kind of like alarming. And I was like, we kind of need to like get back to what the majority sex worker experience is.
0: Sure, sure. Hey, by the way, Robin, if you could make sure you get a little closer to your microphone if if possible. Okay, Ari, you were going to say something?
1: I was going to say, and then me and her were actually roommates at this event. It was the first time we met, and we happened to uh, fall into each other's arms with our corresponding categories for our nominations. I mean, Most Helpful Model and Sex Worker Advocate, that just sounds like it would be a, a good room to be in, right? Sure. So I obviously have web development experience. I actually recently got hired as a web designer for we com. Um So... that's a big deal. And I'm excited about it. Um, But I have my own server, I have all of my equipment for designing websites. And I have the capability, obviously, to produce a forum. And the biggest question we had for ourselves is, you know, what is the best way to make sure that people are getting the support that they need without having to have them apply and possibly excluding people. So Mm -hmm. we bounced back and forth and a forum idea was born.
0: Well it's an it's an awesome looking site by the way. So if you did it, congrats.
1: Thank you. I did.
0: <laughs> Lovely. Um so um who can submit aid requests?
1: So anyone is able to submit an aid request. And it was one of the most important things to us to ensure that no request is too big or too small
0: mm-hmm. and that
1: no one is denied the audience for their request so any request that's submitted whether it be you need to make a car payment you're looking for assistance with gender transitions you're saving up for a surgery or vet bills or you're simply just a little behind on rent or your mortgage you can submit an aid request for just about anything that you actually need aid for
0: Hmm. or you're just poor or you're just poor and you can't make your bills
1: Yeah. And I mean, that is a situation that affects a lot of sex workers. Yes. And it's unfortunate, but our site is open to full service sex workers, um, fetish workers that work in person, Mm -hmm. online sex workers, and all of that. So no matter what your situation, if you are a sex worker, you can turn to our website to ask for help and there's no judgment. Mm. And if you're having a hard time making ends meet, You know, it's nothing to be embarrassed about Mm -hmm. and it's okay to ask for help.
0: Just out of curiosity, how do you vet people?
1: So our vetting process currently is going through social media and a verified link for selling, whether that be, you know, many vids, clips for sale, whatever, since they do ID verifications. Mm -hmm. We're also working with Suede Vegas, who does their own vetting process, and then they send us people to post for additional assistance. Mm -hmm. And in the future, once we get more traction, if we find that we're having a hard time with the vetting through links and stuff like that. Uh, We're going to opt to do just quick, like two minute video calls just to verify that it's a real person. It's a sex worker, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Because you always have to worry. I think about uh, people trying to, to game any system. Is that right?
1: Well, our system, since it's not going to be directly from us and it's about appealing to other sex workers, it's a lot harder to scam the system because Obviously, sex workers are more likely to relate and donate to people that they can physically see and support. And it's probably going to be people that, you know, they've seen online, they've Mm -hmm. seen on social media. So it's going to be a lot harder to deceive us. And with our Mutual experience in the industry—we've got years combined here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we know a lot of people too.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Well, you two are both wise beyond your years, without a doubt. We had that—we had that conversation, uh, Ari, the first time we spoke um, with you at the, at the tender age, being a CEO of a company. So, uh, uh, yeah, I—but uh, uh, I, I know you guys are already pretty streetwise.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Not a problem. You you already know that I'm a fan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll take all the fans I can get.
0: <laughs> okay. So how does funding for the requests work?
1: So funding from the requests comes directly from sex workers. We post the links to mm-hmm. the preferred payment methods and sex workers go to those links and donate directly to the sex worker. That eliminates the need for an approval process, which can oftentimes leave Certain groups at a disadvantage. And it can also put requests that aren't seen as high priority on the back burner, mm-hmm. when in reality, all requests should have the right to be seen and obviously have a chance at getting donated to.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you just go on the site and we have a page specified for looking at um, aid requests. You hop on there and all of the links for donations on their preferred sites are listed. And you can also, um, find their social media. So if you want to do a little more research into who you're donating to, you can do that as well.
0: Nice. Nice. So Robin, what makes adult mutual aid different from other sex work, mutual aid organizations?
2: I'm not too familiar with um, a lot of uh, other mutual aid um, organizations, but I do feel like what we put together is connecting other sex workers directly Mm -hmm. because i felt like what was missing a lot of the time was the disconnect like people forget that uh survivalist sex workers exist and Mm -hmm. sex workers who just don't work for like that extra like lavish lifestyle they just work (laughs) as a job those those exist too and those are valid and i like how this Connects sex workers directly, so we all see what everyone's experience is.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it. By the way, you mentioned something earlier, Robin. Uh, you mentioned price shaming. I think I know what that means, but maybe you could spell it out a little better.
2: Um, there's this idea that like price competition exists, and like price shaming is basically when you make another person feel bad about their prices. And mm. I know in this case in particular, it was just like saying that sex workers that price themselves low like don't value themselves or that it messes mm. things up for everybody else. Mm. And um it's just I felt like that was just a neglectful thing to say because yeah. it's just you don't know why someone's pricing the way they is they are. Right. And you like I don't know. I feel like everyone's price is their own business.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone has a reason, right? And I mean, it's it's one of those situations where, um, you know, everyone can set their own price. Isn't that right?
1: Exactly. And the thing is, there's not. Market competition in sex work because all of us are individuals selling our individual products. Mm -hmm. And the market for sex work, there's already, you know, at least I would say 25 customers per model that's active in the industry and actually selling stuff, if not more. Mm -hmm. The people that consume porn are far greater than the amount of models that are in the industry and will ever be in the industry. Mm -hmm. So there's really no such thing as price competition. So to price shame on the idea that price competition exists and somehow people charging a certain price impacts your own is absolutely ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean look, I know that the Twitterverse when it uh, when it come and also the uh, the um, forums for models can be rather nasty. Um <laughs> And i mean do do either of can do either of you uh, know why that is?
1: I feel like sites in particular this is this could send me on a whole tangent, so I'm going to summarize it best I can. Sites in particular hey, tangents make models are
0: okay, we don't have a time limit, <laughs> but go ahead, give me your answer.
1: Sites in particular target models against one another by creating an air of competition rather than an air of inclusivity and mm. Fam- like being in the same community. We don't need to compete with each other. And the only reason we feel like we're competing is because of algorithms put in place by sites to prioritize some performers over other performers. Mm hmm. So it's nothing in particular about us as individuals, and there's no reason we should ever feel we're in competition with one another. And if anything, networking and mutual promotion of one another is extremely beneficial. But a lot of people are hesitant to do that because they feel it's mm-hmm. going to impact their placement and their bottom line.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're all in this together, right? I mean, that, that should be uh, how <laughs> people should feel.
1: Exactly. We're already in a highly stigmatized industry Uh and for websites and customers even try to do it too, to pit us against one another is unhealthy and it's very toxic. And Mm -hmm. I think that also is a huge reason behind our project because we're able to connect sex workers from all walks of life and provide support for one another.
0: Sure, sure. Okay, so I'm going to address this to each of you. I will start with the quiet one, Robin. (laughs) How did your backgrounds impact your dedication to mutual aid for sex workers?
2: Well, um, my background in particular, I do have a lot of homeless stints in my background. So I know what it's like to just kind of be in like the lowest of the low kind of situations. Yeah. And um I like I said, I feel like there's like a disconnect from like people who have just never been there or haven't been there in a long time.
0: Sure.
2: And I um I just in all my times of like being in like struggling situations, it was always the people who had nothing that gave me everything. And so it's just so many people would give like their last dollar to me before somebody who had everything would help me out. And so I thought, you know, mutual aid is the best way to go. Like uh, sex workers have helped me more than anything like other survival yeah. survival each sex workers have helped me mm-hmm. more than anything um i just uh like mm-hmm. wrote this funny thing not too long ago where i was just like sex workers have been like passing around the same five dollar bill to each other just to help each other out
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's nice that's wow, that's lovely so how about how about how about you Ari?
1: So I was homeless, too, in the beginning of my sex work career. Wow. I started at the fresh, ripe age of 18, three mm-hmm. days after my birthday. I was living with my girlfriend at the time. But mm-hmm. after we broke up, I was temporary homeless for a bit. I was mm-hmm. in a car with my dog and... The people who supported me, rallied around me, supported my work, and donated to helping me get into my first apartment were other sex workers. And when you're in a tough situation like that, when you post about it on social media, you have to worry about your brand management, what it appears like. And while it does reach other sex workers, it also reaches customers and they feel like they can, you know, swindle you, get you cheaper right. on prices and take advantage of that. Yeah. So creating a hub to post these requests was very important to me because you also no longer have to worry about the impact it could potentially make on your brand.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because once you once you put something on social media, it's there forever.
1: Exactly. And with our website too, you can request that your post be deleted at any time. Nice. And I mean, it only has whatever information is provided to us, so you can even submit anonymous requests.
0: That's that's nice. So so Ari, what are your goals for Adult Mutual Aid?
1: So we're currently working on connecting with mainstream sites uh you know, the big popular names everybody's heard of, whether it be Avian or XBiz, Vids, mm-hmm. Chatterbait. Yep. Um, we're working on a strategy to reach out to everybody and get listed on their site somewhere, whether mm-hmm. it be under the resource section or something mm-hmm. like that, just so that it's a more accessible location, more people are coming across it. And I mean, the ultimate goal is obviously for it to become a centralized hub for requests and also for people to look for causes to donate to yeah. in order to do that. We need to get eyes on it. So the sure. biggest thing right now is just getting the
2: word out.
0: Mm-hmm, great. Robin, you have anything uh, you want to add to that?
2: Um, no, I think right now that's like what our next like like steps are and
0: plans mm-hmm. are. Okay. Are, are, you, are you going to be uh, soliciting corporate sponsorships?
1: Um, we have considered soliciting corporate sponsorships, Mm -hmm. but we don't want to handle any funds right now. So if we could work out a way to get sponsorships where they donate directly to the causes listed, or they maybe like host a fundraiser and then they go through our whole list, we just don't want to handle any funds. So we're Mm. trying to figure out the best way to handle sponsorships in that sense. But Mm. the best way any site could sponsor us is simply just a link on their site, whether it's in the resource, their footer, mm-hmm. anything just okay. to get eyes on it.
0: Well, go ahead. You are, you are more than welcome to be on the footer on all of our websites. I'll, I'll tell you that right now.
1: Well, thank you.
0: Of course. Of course, you know, I'll do anything for, uh, for, for a cause like this. It's uh, it's, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, so, I I mean, as far as corporate sponsorships go, you're going to need funds for promotion, travel to events and things like that. So I I know your business model is not to handle funds, but I would think as an organization, you're going to need some funds, aren't you?
1: I don't think events are something that we will prioritize. And hmm. I think we're going to be able to squeeze in the building of our own brands alongside the building of the website. And as someone who just went to my first event um, hmm. like two weeks ago, yeah. I really don't think that events have the networking capabilities that people think that they do. Hmm, Everybody there already knew me and knew about my website. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't think it's such a big opportunity for networking and i think Hmm. that we can get further just promoting online and Mm -hmm. having other performers promote us because altogether the followings of performers are in the billions and probably trillions when you think about it yes
0: all you got to do all you got to do is get them to get them to to share
1: exactly and that's free
0: that's a beautiful thing isn't it so uh, what would you like people applying for mutual aid to know robin
2: um i just want them to know that um, applying for mutual aid is okay especially if they're like hesitant and not sure that they want to apply um and if they are like already applying that you know sometimes it takes time and uh, i hope that everybody gets through whatever they're going through
0: okay ari do you want to add anything
1: I just want to say no cause is too small. A lot of people mm-hmm. will look through other causes on the site and try to compare their own struggles to those. And you you can't compare your cause and what you need help with to what somebody else needs help with. Yeah. What you've gone through and what other people have gone through. They'll never be the same and they're never on the same level. You can't right. compare hurt. You can't compare Mm-mm. struggle. And, you know, nothing is too small. If you feel like you need help, ask for it. Don't be yeah. scared to. And
0: what about the whole mental health aspect of this? Um, I know that uh, Pineapple Support's doing a, a lovely job of that. Have you are, you are you doing anything to partner with them?
1: We have them listed on our resource page. Nice. We do have a resource page on our website that mm-hmm. provides a list of mental health resources for sex workers and other mutual aid funds that can be applied to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, me and Robin personally both very strongly feel that mental health should be focused on in the adult industry. And it's something that a lot of workers struggle with. Yeah. Um, but we're still in the baby stage. So we're just trying to come up with the best way to focus on everything we want to focus on. Sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I am going to add pineapple support to my list of people to reach out to.
0: <laughs> no, do it. Uh, have, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. Okay. We're, we're, uh, we're sponsors, we're corporate sponsors of theirs. So, uh, when, and when I asked you if you're going to take corporate sponsorships, part of that was uh, interest on my part. So just to let you know, uh, you can uh, when when the time comes, you can you can hit me up and we can talk about it. Um, because like I said, I, I I'm i very dedicated to, to things like this, especially anything that involves mental health. Um, so what would you like people donating to mutual aid causes on the site? Uh, what do you want them to know, Eric?
1: I just want them to know that, first of all, we appreciate them visiting the site and using it for its intended purpose, which mm-hmm. is to be a hub for finding these causes. And next, I just want them to know whether their donation is small, big, or even if they're just there to find people looking for help to go support them on social media, that it's a huge step in helping the community mm-hmm. and that seeking out causes like this, when you know that you have extra funds or extra time to even go drop some retweets on something, is a huge help help. And it's great to keep money within the community as well and know that Mm -hmm. you're supporting causes in an already stigmatized community because adult workers in the regular world don't often get mutual aid. They don't get aid at all because it's a frowned upon industry. Sure. So people think that sex workers make hundreds and thousands of dollars, and that's not the reality. So Hmm. when you support a sex worker, when you're a sex worker yourself, you know that you're supporting someone that will probably not get much help from anywhere else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I I would say to you is I would certainly uh, look to get some uh, some mainstream press on this because I think this is something that's uh, not that... I would expect to get a lot of uh, donations from the outside, but I think it's something that's certainly newsworthy and it, it could do nothing but help.
1: I agree. I submit our PR to Lad Bible, actually. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. There you go. Fantastic. So why was it important to you to not collect donations and instead connect sex workers directly?
1: I think that it's important because connecting sex workers directly allows them to choose causes that they feel strongly for and know that their funds are going to something that they support. Mm -hmm. Because when funds are handled internally, they get to pick and choose through applicants. And I I don't want to say any particular organization is going to pick someone with more followers or more online presence or something like that so Mm -hmm. that the company looks better. But that can happen, yeah. and it's something that we never want to put ourselves in a situation for, and we want everybody to get equal exposure.
0: Yeah, and then the other part of it is, you certainly want to uh, to show people that you're not in this to make money yourself.
1: Oh yeah, I've invested. <laughs> a lot of money into it, and obviously well, no. will not be making any back.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Well, that's, well, that's, that's, that's why you put together an organization and not a business. You know, you're, you're, you're donating your own money to do it, and you're certainly donating your own time, and that's money. Exactly. Um, yeah. Are there any projects on the horizon for Adult Mutual Aid we should know about?
1: Um, The biggest project is going to be a boosted verification process, and that will be coming in the next month. And this process will ensure that no spam is getting through. Everybody that's applying is 100% a sex worker. Our current system is great, but as we get more requests, we're obviously going to want to vet a little better. And that's Mm -hmm. something that we're going to be building towards and something that people can look forward to that when they're browsing the request for aid that they know it's a sex worker. Um, even if it's submitted under anonymous, they will be vetted completely.
0: Fabulous. Now, are there any projects outside of adult mutual aid you'd like people to know about?
1: I have my own website with my own payment processing and I actually just added cryptocurrency to it. So, nice. you know, if you want, if you want to buy my videos, uh,
0: spell that please. <laughs>
1: A E R I E S A U N D E R S dot C O M.
0: Hey, we have to make money so we can give our time, right? And how about you, Robin?
2: (laughs) I don't have any like projects, but um, I guess my work is a constant work in progress and a project. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, all my resources and stuff is on like uh robinlefay.com
0: okay spell spell that
2: r-o-b-i-n-l-e-f-a-y dot c-o-m
0: Great.
1: And I built that website. So if you think it's sexy, I want some props
2: for that. It's the cutest. (laughs) I'm sure
0: it's sexy. I got to check your website out now. So (laughs) is there anything you'd like to say to survivalist sex workers in particular about adult mutual aid?
1: Robin, I'm forcing you to talk first.
0: Okay, Robin, it's all you.
2: I don't know how to connect necessarily to like all survivalist sex workers because I know it's just. It could look like anything, and it could be any type of situation, um, and it can involve so many different factors, Um, but I would like them to know that adult mutual aid is definitely there to support all types of situations that you find yourself in, and um, it's just going to be like a judgment-free zone. you'll, You'll be surprised at how many sex workers will connect with your story as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's what's great about this site is sometimes we feel very alone and we don't feel like our cause is worthy or maybe it's embarrassing or maybe it's just hard to get it out there our stories out there um and getting everybody connected you like realize you're not as alone.
0: Ari, do you want to add anything to that?
2: I just want to add that a lot of the sex workers that survivalist
1: sex workers look up to and see and would like to be someday, all started doing survival sex work. Nobody starts sex work and instantly makes hundreds of dollars and has a massive amount of fans. And it surprises people when I tell them that I started my career homeless and it would surprise you how many other performers have. Mm -hmm. You never have to be embarrassed about your background. And as long as you focus on building a safe future for yourself by not being scared to ask for help. And looking for support when you need it, you can succeed in this industry and just in general.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, how can sex workers help support adult mutual aid besides uh, monetary assistance?
1: Social media is the biggest way that you can support the site right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Getting eyes on it is our biggest mission, our big project, and is what we're going to be spending, you know, probably months doing until we're ready to move on to a different project. Because in order for it to be the hub that we want it to be, it needs to actually be a hub. (laughs) So just using your following, um, performers have hundreds and thousands of followers on various platforms. So just creating a post about it saying, even if you like the idea or if you see a cause that you think people should donate to, sharing the link and just getting people over there is going to be the biggest help if you're unable to donate to the causes that are listed on the site.
0: Yeah, and you you would hope that fans and customers would also uh, donate.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's encouraged. There's nothing saying they can't assist and it's out there it's public information and the payment methods are there so if they want to help too i mean what better way to continue community building than including fans as well
0: sure absolutely so where can our listeners connect with the two of you online besides your websites or would that be where they would connect with you online
1: i mean you can find
2: all my links there but twitter at ari saunders spelled the same way i spelled it before
0: okay robin (laughs)
2: Yeah, on my website is all my uh, social media links, but Twitter is probably where I'm the most active.
0: Well, hey, Robin and Erin, I'd like to thank you again for being our guests our guests today on Adult Side Broker Talk, and I hope we'll get a chance to do this again really soon.
1: We would love to be back, and we hope we bring you some good news about how popular our site is. <laughs> that
2: sounds like I I know it's going to be that way.
0: I do too. <laughs> Thank you. My broker tip today is part four of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. Trademark your website. Having a trademark instantly protects your brand and makes your site more valuable when it comes time to sell it. Trademarking your site will cost an average of about $1,500, but should be more than worth the investment when it comes time to sell it. Show buyers ways you feel the site can make more money in the future. This includes showing them future plans you may have, traffic trends as well as sales trends. If things are growing and you can show them how to grow it more, they're likely to be willing to pay more for the site. Do something unique with your site. If you have competitors, figure a way to do it better. Be different in some distinguishable way that makes you better. Your members will notice and spend more money with you. Make your site a place that people want to visit, not just to buy things or view porn. Be creative, not just one of the many. Keep thinking outside the box and make positive changes to your site. Think like a buyer when planning or updating your site. Don't think like a tech. Think like the consumer. We'll talk about this subject more next week. And next week, we'll be speaking with Brian Gross of BSG Public Relations. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guests, robin and Ari of adult mutual aid talk to you again next week on adult site broker talk i'm bruce friedman